two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, I have a very special guest, Mr. Tyrell. Tyrell Whitaker is in the building. How you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well, doing well. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. It's a it's a Tuesday, so we still got, you know, ways to go. But other yeah. than that, you know, it's, it's, it's all gravy on my end. Um... So for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. And then after that, we'll jump into the Wheel of Fate, where we spin the wheel, whichever number it lands on, we'll roll the conversation through that way. And then after that, we'll have some final stretch questions. Sound good to you, Tyro? Yeah. All right, man. Well, my very first question for you, it's been a long time, man. It's been like, what? Yeah. 10 years or so almost yeah my very first question for you man is how you been been doing well been doing great how you been lately i've been all right you know it's kind of adjusting to everything going on kind of oh no i think i caught you in a in a pause right there can you still hear me oh my bad, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. My, it, it, it kind of froze right there. I don't know. Oh. Um, I, I didn't get what you 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 said, so I'm, I'm gonna have to ask you again. But uh, oh, <laughs> how you been? <laughs> yeah, I've been good, though. I've been good. I've been I've been transitioning through life, you know, adjusting with everything going on, kind of bouncing around through, you know, different phases of life, different different parts of life. So just kind of trying to figure out where I belong in all this right now that's kind of where I've been though but I've been good I feel you man I feel you I mean honestly I think this is where I belong but who 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 knows you know maybe a year from now I'll be like damn maybe you know this was just part of my my stepping stones to to get where I really really want to be uh but I gotta ask you man how old are you now 23 23 alright mm-hmm. alright man you got a long way you still got a long way to figure it all <laughs> yeah. out I know we yeah. always in a rush cause you know we'd rather be figured out now than later but yeah man, don't, I hope you're not putting too much pressure on yourself to, to get yeah, it all figured out to. I try not to I hear you I hear you um, and then let's let's jump into some warm up questions man here we go oh, yeah. my, my first que- what question for you is uh, what would you like the audience to know about you you know, if you if you could introduce yourself to to people without feeling like you know, without any fear of judgment, you know, what what would you want them to know about you? Uh, my name is Tyrell Whitaker. I'm from Oakland, California. I was born December twenty first, nineteen ninety seven. Well, what what's, uh, what's zodiac sign is that? So it's funny. It depends on who you ask. Some people say Sagittarius. Some people say Capricorn. I looked online and I've seen all type of things. I've always said Sagittarius, so that's just the one I go with. For sure, for sure. You you yeah. think that uh, describes you well, Sagittarius? It from for the most part when I read the little horoscopes and and, and stuff, it it does. It, it, it the like free spirited kind of like adventurous, um, you know, a little bit impulsive at times, but. Like very loving too, very you know, very very loyal to the people around. So, but those are usually the positive horoscopes that I read. I don't care. I got negative. you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that, man. I feel that. Um, anything else you'd like to add before we move on to the second question? Um, 
I mean, I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much the, the basis of like how I introduce myself, my name, where I'm from, my birthday, and <laughs> I'm just happy happy to be here. <laughs> I got you, man. Got you. Uh, my second question for you is. How would you, if someone were to pay you a tribute, how would you like to be honored? So if I was going to tell myself today, I'm going to do some sort of act for Tyrell, what what kind of act could I do for you, man? Um, And it doesn't have to do with me, like you don't do nothing for me. It's, like a... it's, it's, it's just like, you know, in, you know, if I was going to send you good energy or if I was going to have, you know, your energy in a way for me to spread it out to other people. What what could I do for you? You know, um, that would I like that. I think first thing that come to mind would be like donating or like working with kids in some way. Okay. Um, I I really I really love like the youth and like just the future and like being able to like shape their minds and kind of see the path that they're on. So. You know, if in, if in any way people could like spend more time trying to build up the youth, I feel like that would be a, a great tribute to me. For sure, man. You you work with the youth nowadays? Or? I've had I've had a good amount of jobs working like after school care. Um, I was actually a snatch RA not too long ago. So. <laughs> That's what's up, <laughs> for, man. Uh, for smashing Morehouse, so it was like. It was cool. That was a cool, like, full circle moment for me. Um, but I, I really do like, like working with kids and, like, the energy that it brings. Just part of it kind of just reminds me to, like, always stay young and, like, you know, never forget that part of me. For sure. For sure, man. I mean, you know, since, since the last time we've seen each other at Smash, I've had pretty much about, like, 15 jobs in 10 years in, like, all different kinds of places doing different things. And that's yeah. one thing that, that I... Well, I currently work with the youth now, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was just pulled back into it, man, because I don't know if you've experienced it too much, but I know that nothing is more fulfilling, at least for me, unless I was working with the youth, you know, and for the exact reasons you, you kind of said, um, yeah. the energy and just like, you know, this is like the future you're talking to and, you yeah. know, everything they like and you're only you're 23 working with the youth and i was 23 when i was working with you guys so yeah it it was it wasn't too far of a gap and i think that way we could still feel connected in some way like we were growing together kind of thing i don't know if you had that same feeling with uh, with your guys at morehouse but (laughs) yeah it was was dope it was dope i had i had a lot of fun that was my first time in atlanta first time on morehouse campus like first time being that far away from home for that long by myself so it was like a lot of learning for me while I was still you know helping out the smash scholars and you know being there for them in the ways that they needed me I was also learning a whole lot from them and my you know co-workers and the site directors and just being being in a new new place new experience it was just it was just very still very fulfilling anything uh like any culture shock happened to you like you you went over there first time you know being on campus with some college students as well and and the kids that you were working with anything like were they were they cool with you being from california or did they kind of test you a little bit just being like <laughs> you know, nah, you know nah, i wasn't getting tested but it was it was definitely different because i mean that's a long way from where they at but 
Morehouse is a big campus and a lot of a lot of different kids from different different states go there. It was it was more it was more so like I came from Chico State. That was the good school I was going to. And then I went to Morehouse for like a month. I was on their campus and just that was the biggest culture shock was like the the what is it PWI or whatever I don't know if Chico qualifies as that but and then you have the <laughs> the HBCU life it was it was totally like like mind blowing and I didn't even get the full experience it was really just a summer camp but just being on the campus and interacting with some of the, the other students who went to Morehouse and being on you know just being around it was like it started to make me think a lot more about you know my choices and stuff like that but oh, yeah, man. it was I, definitely my blow i hear you man i hear you and i'm glad that you had a great experience um can you give me one highlight one highlight of that summer uh working i mean i don't know if you guys had the same similar events that we had at you know smash berkeley and all that stuff but yeah any any highlight pops up in your mind there were there were some similar events. We had like the field day one time. Um, the the parents came that time for like the picnic and stuff. So all that was cool. But I think the highlight for me might have been the like the last day, the like the ceremony of it all, um, because it was just like seeing how smart. The, the scholars were was like these kids were 14, 15 and they the, the projects that they were working on the building and the conversations that they were holding and I was like wow I was just I was just proud to be a part of it like proud to be a part of something like this to look around and you know Morehouse was an all male it was an all male um, program like for the first that's the first mass all meal program. So it was it was very fulfilling to see like little kids who used to look just like me doing doing all these doing all these wonderful things. And I keep saying kids but they were scholars, we keep calling them stuff. We call them scholars. Yeah, but hey, it, was, man. it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> they're they're kids to you, man. No matter no matter how old you get, you're always gonna see them as those kids that you you're yeah, looking over. Like my little my little brothers and stuff like that. Like that's how I feel. Like I hope they just like my little my little my little kids, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Who knows? Ten years from now, you're gonna be having this kind of conversation <laughs> with with them as well. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, all right. And um, my last question for you in the warm up is: on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? I would say about about a about a about a seven. Cause I know myself pretty well. I know what kind of ticks me off and what kind of makes me happy. But I still feel like every day I'm learning more about myself, and I don't know if I'll ever truly know everything. Or you know, I'll just be getting closer and closer. But I definitely feel closer you know to knowing myself more than I did a year ago or two years ago so and it's just as time goes I, I continue to learn more about myself and it's, it's interesting but I, I feel like I, it's still so much more I, I've yet to, to learn 
I got you. I got you. This is a tricky question because I feel like, you know, even though it doesn't seem like it, I think as people, we're constantly changing. You know, we're always getting new information. We're always, you know, having new experiences. So who we were yesterday isn't exactly who we are today. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I just, but this is a good way to just remind yourself of where you were at this point in history of, of your life and be like, all right, I yeah. felt like I knew myself at a seven. Uh, yeah. A follow-up to that question is, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? Ooh, favorite thing about my personality. I can find humor in almost anything. Almost <laughs> anything. When, when it's appropriate, you know. But, I was going to say, that sometimes gets tricky. That can yeah, get you in some yeah. trouble. When it's, <laughs> when it's appropriate. When it's appropriate. But I've, I, I, I know how to just sometimes see life just kind of as it is and not take everything as, as, as I wouldn't say as serious but like just don't let my things kind of shake up my world as much as they used to I'll kind of learn how to you know laugh certain things off or just as time goes on you can look back on it and it's like a funny story rather than me being like traumatized from it or something like that I, I learned to find more more humor in life because I feel like it's it's funny that we all here in the first place anyway I mean, you know, is, is life a joke? <laughs> sometimes it feels yeah, like it is, right? <laughs> it, it, sometimes it does. It does. And, you know, it's easier sometimes I feel when you feel that way other than thinking like life is this grand mission that every day you have to be like working hard, 10 toes to the ground, no matter what, 24-7. Like I feel like some days you can, you can relax and just find that. Find the thing there and the things around you find the find the joy because you're, you're happy when you're laughing. So I feel like you find joy when you find the thing. Nah, for sure, man. And I get it. I get the the you know the hardworking part and you know being always on. And some people are like that and they're they're yeah. about that life and I respect that. But you know everyone's different. And for for me, life is about balance. You know, you'll yeah. have those days when you go 24-7 going hard, maybe for like a month. And then afterwards, you got to have that month to rest or else, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's not a life that's enjoyable. Not in my opinion, but um, I hear you. And yeah. before we jump into the to the wheel, uh, I do want to ask you, because, you know, when I was your RA, I think maybe you guys know I was really trying to impart some wisdom to, <laughs> to you guys. But uh What's what's something that what kind of wisdom did you impart to to your guys out there in Morehouse? You feel like you know? I feel like the one thing I left for sh- well, I wouldn't say for sure, but I, that I really wanted to is to think for yourself and and make the make decisions that's that's gonna better your life and you know people around you there's always going to be people around you so you know you, you have to think about how your actions will affect other people but I do truly believe that you should in many situations put yourself first and think about your well-being in order to make the best decision for you and everyone around you you can only, you can only help you, anyone else if you're helping yourself I think, you know it, it, it's a, like a two-way street I feel yeah you gotta take care of yourself before you take care of anyone else um, yeah I gotcha well, all right, man. We well, we made it to the to the main portion of the interview where we're gonna turn to the wheel, boom, and let's give it a spin. And uh, just a reminder: there is an easy, medium, hard. So feel free to go about it however you'd like. And your first number is fourteen. Where would you like to start? Uh, 
let's go easy. Let's go easy. 14. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, number 14 is if you could get one answer from the universe, what would you ask it? Ooh, one answer from the universe. I would ask. I. Wow, one answer from the universe. I think I would just ask what. What 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 is my what was my purpose here? Like what was what was Tyrell meant to be doing with my time on Earth? Um, and then like if it's a situation where you know like I'm kind of like past life, like did I did I do what I was supposed to do? You know, did I make the people proud? Did I supposed to are people proud of me? Like, I would just want to know that I that I came here for a reason and that I, you know, kind of like fulfilled that reason for the best of my ability. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, so you, you talked about past lives. Um, is that something you you kind of believe in, sort of believe in, or are open to? That that I'm, we are reincarnated and you know we continue. I'm I'm like, it's not like a like a everyday belief. It's, it, I'm open to it. I kind of like it interests me. I do kind of believe in it in ways. So I I, I do kind of always have that in my like in my head when I think about it. I used to think I was I'm not even used to. I actually think I was um, King Tut reincarnated. Okay. Because he, uh, <laughs> uh, when I used to see like pictures of him online as a child, he kind of looked like me. And he also had this feel. I had this feel. So it was like, a, like, oh, that's my guy right there. So yeah. I always, yeah. just always felt like that was, that was me. But yeah, past life is something I do kind of believe, believe in. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, yeah. Do I believe in reincarnation? So, kind of, sort of, like, you know, like, because we don't know. We really have no yeah. fucking clue about what, what goes on before life and after life. Um, but, yeah, I like to think that we are energy. And once we're gone, our energy is still out there. So maybe you got some King Tut energy in you, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Who, who knows? But, yeah, man, I don't know. Do you get deja vu a lot or not so much? I get it. I get it. Not like every day or like super often, but there are times where I'll be sitting back and I'll, I feel like I've been here before. Or like I know what to do next almost. And it feels almost like scary. Like almost like almost like things around you aren't 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 as real or almost too real. Like I can't sometimes I don't know, but it's like it's a, it's a feeling that I do get. Yeah, it's a, it's a glitch in the matrix, man, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for, for me, I, I used to get deja vu a lot. And I mean, I think even now, if I if I catch myself, I always think about, I need to change. I need to move this pen from here to here. You know, just, mm-hmm. just seeing if it's going to change anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like there's a part of me that believes that, you know, um, we do have a life purpose but if we don't get to it or we don't come to that realization then we kind of start everything over from where our soul belongs which would be this time frame so i mean for me i always feel like if i died and i didn't do it i would just start back in 1990 
and live this whole like yeah. story and hopefully i make better choices as i go along yeah but uh i mean that's just that's just how i feel about it and like i'm that. not i'm not right by any means but uh i and, like but, that i like that though i never really kind of seen it like you would just start back how would we know how would we know yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I like i like the thought of that yeah but it also kind of goes against my, my whole belief that like we the reason why this podcast is created and all that stuff is that i think we do some at some point in the world there was only like a thousand people and then from a thousand yeah. people to like six billion people our lineages our lines or something is, is connected through the same people and uh you know yeah that's something i have to take into consideration i mean you watched um, i don't want to assume but you've seen like avatar right like the last airbender series yes yeah, i've seen yeah i've seen i've seen i've seen episodes i wouldn't say i was a big fan so oh. I hope everybody don't get on me but <laughs> no nah, it's not for everybody it's not for everybody but uh there's a there's a scene where like you know the dude is standing there and then he has all the other past avatars right behind him um that's how i kind of like see us in the, as individuals like we have all those that army behind us of all these people that came before us and you know i think it, it's it's all all, of it, all together so yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's so. an interesting fun fact you know, I met someone who doesn't like <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender I feel like yeah you're right people are going to hate on you a little bit for that one <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all good I, I can take that though <laughs> yeah yeah I hear you man that's good though I'll, I'm, I'm glad I, I know now because I could say that like you know there isn't it's not like 100% everybody in the world digs this <laughs> I just never never like sat down and got into it, it never... I mean you know it, it took me until I was like 23, 24 to, to actually sit down and watch it. Um, and from there, I kind of understood it a little more. Because at the time, I was like, I got past the age of, you know, I felt like it's too old for cartoons or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I was like, ah, I'm not going to watch it. But then I watched it as an adult and I'm like, damn, I kind of missed out on it. But maybe I, I wouldn't have understood it the way I would have as an adult. Um, Definitely don't give up hope man i feel like Definitely. if you're if you're no, bored I started like i started like uh naruto uh attack on titan one punch so i've like seen like you know like the anime style or like you know like that kind of like storyline type stuff i just haven't got into the avatar and i just feel like i don't know i don't even i don't even know if i want to right now or like you know no no pressure no pressure <laughs> uh, but yeah the anime stuff i've been getting into because of the kids i work with all the mm-hmm. kids these days are, are about anime 100 oh, yeah. so it's pretty crazy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um if you didn't notice that then that next spin was number 24 uh 24. easy medium or hard i'll go i'll go medium medium 24 uh this one is what is a memory you feel like you're misremembering Cause you know how sometimes I'm sure you heard it before. Like, uh, there's always three sides to the story: your side, their side, and what really happened. <laughs> uh, so for for you, is there any kind of example you you feel open to share um, that you feel like maybe that's it's not exactly the way I thought it was. A story I'm misremembering. Um, I got it. I got a speed ticket one time. 
and um they said I was going like 103 so I always tell the story that I was going around maybe 90 92 but <laughs> I was definitely going like 105 so, <laughs> I, I always tried to like say it so that I felt it and then I could like contest my ticket but I think they, it, it, it just was not out there in the world the energy was not there if they didn't care if the coach didn't care they, yeah. they, they still gave me my speeding ticket I gotta pay that's what's up <laughs> <laughs> yo man that's a that's lot. That's one way to learn a lesson, right? Is to, is to actually go through that process. Uh, my first speeding ticket, too. It was my first speeding ticket. I just, it was actually not too long ago, like last year. I just got a new car. I, so I was like, feeling good. I was driving from San Diego because I had moved to San Diego for about a year. And I was just feeling good on the road. But I really think the cop was just bored because he told this story about how he like pulled pulled off on the road and like turned around and then followed me for like 10 minutes so it was just like I don't know yeah it's man like just something to do. it was like 2 o'clock in the morning so, yeah. <laughs> I got you hey man it's one of those nights especially you get a new car you wanna you wanna um, break it in right <laughs> it's fast it's a fast car you know figured I could go home faster Hey man, I'm, I'm just glad you're safe. I'm glad you know nothing yeah, bad happened. I definitely slowed down. I definitely slowed down now. So I'm good. I mean, I once you get that, that ticket, it's like, is it worth it? Yeah, yeah, it's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. Yeah, hitting the triple digits, I know how much that uh, that ticket can go way up if you if they catch you over triple digits. Uh, they gave me about like two two thousand two thousand dollars, twenty one hundred dollars. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not not proud of myself. <laughs> I felt very stupid in the moment, but it was also like you know, whatever. I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> uh, let, let, let's let's switch this to a positive note. You said it, you wasn't proud that moment. Well, what's been one of your proudest moments for yourself? Actually, getting that car in my name, <clears throat> all my money, you know, like my pay stubs, my bank, my bank stuff, like. I went to the dealership, I talked to the people, I got the um I got the car note I wanted, even lower than it than it is, even though it's like two, three dollars, but it's lower than I said I wanted to pay. So I was just very proud of myself to I feel like, you know, every day just getting older and learning more and just being more independent. Um doing doing way more things just on my own and like you know, before it was like trying to trying to buy a car like off Craigslist or off the and then I get somebody like three thousand, four thousand dollars, and it might break down or something might happen, and then like all right, I gotta do it over. But this time I'm gonna take dealership and put it all in my name, and I've been paying all the notes off. I ain't been late or nothing like that. So I just been really proud of myself for like keeping that because that feels like you know totally mine. And that, that's some grown shit right there, man. That's yeah, some grown shit yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, my the car I got now, I still, I think my pops came with me to the to the dealership just just in case. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I, that's I, I still I'm still catching up to you on that feeling. I'll tell you that. Um, it, it, was, it was nice. It was definitely like I as I drove off, 
and I connected my phone to the speaker and I'm hearing the the, the engine and got the little sport mode and the push to start and I'm feeling like, you know, I did good. I did good. Damn man. It is it's a it's a crazy feeling though, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Until until that next time. Until that next time you can get that feeling. That's one thing I realized like you know the my high my highest highlights you know this is like this feeling that i always try to kind kind of want to get back to and kind of like you know why can't i feel like i'm graduating every day you know or like yeah. you know something like that you, you feel me yeah um it is a trip it is a trip uh you know someone told me and you know knock on wood because i don't think i'm ready but you're never ready for this <laughs> but uh someone told me that that's like having a kid is that feeling that you're looking for <laughs> and i'm all like yo i don't know i don't, <laughs> I don't know not for everybody no no i hear you man i hear you it's just so, someone told me about that and i'm all like i could see i could see your point of view um but i understand I, it but yeah i'll wait on, I'll wait on that one <laughs> i got you i got you uh let's go ahead and uh Roll, roll for another number I gotta ask you did you happen to check out any other Smash students that came through the podcast or n- uh, yes. yeah 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 like uh yeah I think- yeah I, I was just I was just uh I was watching it to kind of see kind of like the format and I was going through to speak like how people like talk and like how you're allowed to talk and like, stuff like that so I say I, I watched I watched a good amount of them just, just to make sure I, I knew those things right on man I appreciate that uh, if you didn't notice you landed on a FITB which is a fill in the blank I just had to shorten it up um, okay but uh here we go your fill in the blank is life is all about blank Life is all about, I feel, hmm, life is all about relationships and like cherishing those, cherishing those relationships, like love between people, whether it be your brothers, your sisters, your, you know, your, your partners, your, your moms, your dads, like I just feel like love between people is truly what life is all about because I feel like that's the only not the only but one of the main organic things that we have in this world right now with everything else around us being kind of like so so crazy so much man-made stuff so much made-up stuff so much artificial things i feel like you got to cherish those organic things like like love stuff like like you thought about love and relationships show for sure a couple of follow-up questions to this is uh so what is something that can that can uh, gain your trust like you know you meet somebody for the first time and you don't really know them that well but then there's something that happens or something that you see them do that makes you go you know what yeah i fuck with that dude or or girl you know um i'm i'm not i'm not entirely sure actually because i don't know if i really believe that i trust in a whole lot of people I got you. I got you. I just, it's like, if you've been around for a while and I, you know, we've always shown the loyalty, then it's, I don't have to question it. When I first meet you, I wouldn't say I already trust you. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm almost like looking for, not looking for a reason, but waiting on the reason for me not to trust you. Right? Mm, yeah. 
I don't know if I trust you, so I'm not really like going to even put that that stamp on it. But if you do something weird, then I can definitely say that I don't trust you. So then it's just kind of like, oh man. And I don't know if that's really like been good or bad, but it's been able to keep like people that have been untrustworthy out of my life, definitely. Word, word. Yeah, I think you you brought up something that's important, which is time. I think time that you spend with somebody is uh or like just being around showing up you know that's that's a huge thing for trust and uh being genuine being genuine yeah being genuine um like for for you do you feel like you know how nowadays and maybe in your generation too i feel like you know i'm a lot older than you are but the the whole phrase of being unapologetically you you know like Mm -hmm. this is who i am i'm not gonna try to change myself for anybody uh, do you think that's that's something that you do already or yeah let's start there is that something that you feel like you I do? feel I feel like being unapologetically you is a good thing but also keeping an open mind to knowing and and spaces where you could probably improve or where you know you could make certain changes just to make your life better or, you know people's lives around you better I don't never feel like it's too much of a change to try to changes certain things in your life that can accommodate somebody else so i do feel like being unapologetically you and being being proud of who you are is very important but also being very critical and knowing that you know you're not perfect and that everybody has things they can work on or things that can change that they can you know improve on so i feel like just being being able to see from from all angles and see from both sides or you know whatever phrase is like yeah, I am proud to be Tyrell. I am, I am, I stand tall in it, but I do know that there are things that Tyrell has to, has to improve on, and I, you know, I hope that I do improve on those things so I can just be even more proud of who I am. I gotcha, I gotcha. I think that's something that I haven't, maybe I, I'm just assuming and judging too much, but because when I talk to, to younger folks, that's something I hear a lot, is being unapologetic unapologetically them and uh, you brought up just being open to to knowing that you could be wrong about things which I, I don't think I, that's what I haven't heard that yet which you know I understand when we're young we feel like we know it all and <laughs> this is who I am who I'm going to be forever uh, but yeah I think the big one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that I really like I like like I already like I said don't know too much about myself so I know that there's so much I don't know about life so I don't look at it as I know it all. I just know that there are things that I do know that shape how I learn things and how I take in things. So I, you know, I, I'm appreciative of the information I have and what I do know. And I, I will stand strong in like my opinions and what I do feel I know, but in things that I'm not so strong in or things that I, I don't know, I run into for the first time, I'm open to, I'm open to the, the to the fact that I don't know this and you know, just being uncomfortable so you know as long as it may be I feel you that's uh what's it called growth growth happens outside the comfort zone right um, so yeah gotta keep growing gotta keep growing yeah definitely let's uh turn to the wheel one more time and give it another spin see what we got oh ooh okay you landed on the vibe check so let's go to the vibe check here you go man 
Um, so we, I got four <coughs> things right here, and there's four scales, and we'll just go through them one by one and see what you got to say about it. And the okay. first, the first one is being open-minded or closed-minded. Um, you feel like, where where do you feel like you land on that on that um, the scale? Open, closed, or feel, somewhere in the middle? Yeah. I feel very open-minded. I feel like I there are things that I've like had to unlearn and relearn because I knew that that was not the appropriate way to go about life, or you know, things that I've learned that I know that I'm certain of and you know that the two you can't really waver me on so that may be you make like closed minded but those that's it's not like I'm always open to a discussion and hearing everybody everybody's side on on most on most subjects. Some things we don't have to discuss. But I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, for the for the appropriate topics then yeah, I'm open to the discussion and you know, hearing hearing more and learning more and always always feel like I'm very open minded. For sure. Michelle. Now the second chart or second scale is between like thinking deep or you know staying on the surface being a little more shallow where do you like to to keep your mind at are you going 10 feet all the time I, I try to I try not to get too deep but my mind it goes there sometimes on its own mm. then it's just like a like a rabbit hole um but I I, I just I can't help it. I just like I can't help it. I'm always like trying to understand more, trying to understand what what things mean, or you know what I'm about, or what you know. Just everything has a everything has a question and an answer, and many different answers sometimes. So I just feel like I'm always looking for an answer to something, even if it's like a shallow subject. Um, I'm already too deep in understanding how it works now so it's like it now it's become a deep subject for me i gotcha and you talked about your you you mentioned you know trying to stay shallow like why why even try to do that you know i wouldn't say try to stay shallow it's just sometimes not when i start to get too deep then i then i feel like i'm just too many thoughts are jumping around in my head and sometimes i can't get them all get them all together so not shallow so much, but like try not to try not to get myself all tangled up in things that may may or may not be there sometimes, or like you know, just getting too deep. I don't know if that's a thing, but like sometimes I feel like I may just let my mind get so far gone that it's like, what oh yeah, you even think of? no, I, I I mean for for me how it relates to me, man, it's like you know, uh, you ever heard of paralysis by analysis you ever heard that phrase yeah so it basically means you're you're thinking about something so much that you you don't end up doing it or you, you end up like staying still yeah. because you, yeah. yeah paralysis or yeah paralysis by analysis that's that's something that stuck to me <laughs> it's like damn Definitely. you know i could have done i could have been done that but because i waited so long or i was trying to think of every possible outcome to that decision <laughs> It like you know mm -hmm. keeps me stuck. So it keeps me stuck, and that's that's my problem a lot of times. That's where I'm. That's where I'm trying to find my my balance. For sure, man. For sure. And like I said, I mean, I, w I would love you to find that a lot faster than I did because I felt, <laughs> felt like I took a long time uh, analyzing myself. But yeah, man. Don't no, no pressure. No pressure. Definitely. And uh, so the third scale on this picture is positive or negative. 
you feel like you see are you more like a mr Brightside, or you know you more realistic i would say <laughs> um um <laughs> i feel in my head i'm more realistic but i try to relay a more positive message you know to, to people around me to keep you know morale and spirit i do try to keep it real but i also like i'm not trying to be like a debbie down nobody wants to be around those kind of people but i also i don't want to lie to people if things aren't going to be that great then i won't tell you it's going to be that great but i'm not going to completely rain on whatever parade you're attending i hear you man yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> no i mean i think i am i'm definitely more of a sunny skies person and if i was going to be unapologetic about anything it's about about that uh yeah I, and i get it like I, I get you know i have to be more realistic and then you know see things as they are instead of what i want them to be but um i think for me it's just like I, I th- there's a there's a lot of people already who do that and i think there just it needs to be more people who kind of like push the positive or like you said you know have a positive message out there um, yeah even though i guess deep down inside i have to be realistic and have that balance have that balance for sure mm-hmm. and then this last scale is uh do you think we're all one do you think we're all one or are we all individuals I believe we're all individuals. You know, I believe that, you know, like anatomy and things like that, we all kind of are maybe built the same, but I just believe that through life experience and just through, yeah, through life experience mainly, it just makes us individuals. Everything that we go through and things that we see, hear, do, try, it's all different from person to person. Even if we try similar things, we may try it at similar times in our lives or at different places. So I feel like that alone just, those little those little things make us the individual that we are i feel that i feel that um yeah i think we are individuals as well but somebody put put it to me in this way like we're individuals now until we all become one (laughs) and you know as i think when we talked about energy just being being out there in the afterlife i was like damn (laughs) but in a way that i wish i could put it in uh but all right man let's uh give this another spin and just a heads up we have about 10 15 minutes left in the podcast want to thank you again for stopping by and i uh, hope you're having a good time man this is yes sir and dope for me all right you got number 33 which level would you like to go for i'll go hard 33 hard here we go so for this one it is what are your four seasons so we have the four seasons of, you know, fall, winter, spring, summer. But for you personally, like, what would you say are your four seasons? This this concept to me has been introduced to me recently and still something I'm thinking about for myself. But yeah, like, you know, I feel like I have a season where, you know, I'm going 24-7. I have like an idea that I can't let go and I just work on it for like about three months. And then I have three months of like being lost because after i felt like i've done everything for it i'm like what's the next step i'm not sure i don't know what to do and then you know i do have that one season especially i think at the beginning of the year where like i have these new goals (laughs) and i have these things that i'm striving for 
um but yeah so for you personally i mean it's okay if you can't flesh it out all right now because i think it's a question that may need a little bit of thinking with but if there's anything you could come up with let us know four seasons they definitely for me uh to kind of like related to kind of what you said there is like a season of like restlessness where i just feel like i I can't sit still. I always got to be doing something, moving around, traveling, seeing something, doing something different all the time. Um, there's a season of like wanting to be completely left alone. I don't, I don't want to be bothered with anything or anybody. I don't really want to dig too deep into like what my responsibilities are right now. I'll handle them if I, you know, if they need to be handled. But just wanting to be left alone and to deal with my life how I need to deal with it. Um, a season of like impulsiveness where like I'm just kind of like doing things just kind of like I get the thought in my head and I'll just I'll go do it. Like, I don't know where it comes from. It never gets like too wild but it's just like a season of where I just like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna have the like what if or like, you know, the question of like well if I would have done it or if I did do it or you know, like just go do it and just see it and then kinda deal with things later. Mm-hmm. Then it's like a season of <clears throat> just wanting to be surrounded by by love and by my my friends, my family, things I love to do, the food I love to eat, like it's I need to be like recharged on, on that love to get me like back out in the world. Yeah, man, for sure. I uh, I'm still struggling with it, man, because I feel like I need to have two seasons only instead of four seasons. Like a kind of like if I was playing a sport, you know, you have your yeah. season and then you have your off season. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely something that I've been trying to figure create my life around that kind of that kind of a thought process or that lifestyle and you know working at a school working with youth is is one way you could kind of have that in season and off season kind of feeling um you know (laughs) if you're not i mean i had jobs where i work you know all year round on holidays and all that stuff and i'm like damn y'all like i get it money needs to get made but like yo there has to be that balance and i think that's what's missing from from our, our I guess work life and how, how things are structured uh, so yeah that, that, that was just my tangent on it but um so I wanted to bring up you talked about being open-minded right and um so is there anything you you feel comfortable sharing that you had a stance on but then because you were open-minded and you were able to take in new information that you kind of changed your stance on is you know is there any kind of example like that for yourself yeah yeah um um the death penalty i used to be like in middle school like one of those like middle school kind of like early high school like not like i was like going around (laughs) you know yada yada but like if the question came up i was definitely pro death penalty because i just kind of figured the worst of the worst kind of deserve it but as I've gotten older, I feel like it's, it's nobody's right 
to really say who, when, and where anybody else's life should end. Um, I feel like naturally, when you go naturally, then you go naturally. That's the way you're supposed to go. I kind of feel it's, yeah, like it's nobody's, it's nobody's right to, to, to tell anybody else, like, you know, well, because you did this, we, we have to kill you now, because then who's to say that because you killed him that somebody else didn't kill you? And I feel like where's this the, where's the line, John? I do believe in, you know, throwing, well, not throwing people in jail, but like certain people deserve to be, you know, kept away from society. But I know I don't believe that I have the right to say certain people deserve to die. I got so you. I think I, I was able to like, or yeah, I just changed my, my view on. For sure, for sure. Thanks, thank you for sharing. Yeah, that's that's a tricky one. Death penalty. Uh, I got to think about that one for myself. I think there's just some unforgivable stuff that people do, and Definitely. maybe the world might be better without them. But then you know, like, there's redemption, right? There's there's people who do change. Like that person committed that thing, but like you said, being open-minded, <laughs> you know, that could totally flip the script and. But we just don't see it too often. I think that's my problem. Yeah. And I do believe it's like a it's like a case to case because you know some people yeah it's, it's probably like oh yeah because it just sounds so barbaric to me to be like yeah we're better off without him because it's like well I didn't know the guy to begin with it in the first place I was always better off without him so mm-hmm. by now to be like his life is just so meaningless and worthless like if I didn't care before. I really, I probably care less now that he's a criminal who's on death row for something heinous. But I do believe that at every turn, people are like, if they're just trying to throw the death penalty at anybody, anywhere, it's like, it's, you know, it's a case to case thing. But before, I was just super like, yeah, whatever. If you're on death row, then they're going to get killed, whatever. They're going to kill you. Now I feel, I feel like I'm more like, well, we should take more precaution before just throwing anybody on death row and then execute people people have been executed wrongly so no for sure and it's like where, where do you take the stand on that if there's pro death penalty how can you you know so that one. I gotcha I gotcha well uh alright man well we made it to the last portion of the podcast it's called the final stretch but uh before we get to the questions i do this thing with my guests called the 34th mantra where i have these fill in the blanks for you and um the first one is i am blank how would you fill that in i am i am resilient i'm resilient my dad Second one is I can blank. I can. Ooh. I can be what I want to be. <laughs> hey man, you know so, sometimes it's cliche because it's true. You feel me? <laughs> I just heard the song in my head and I'm like, nah, they were right though. They were right. So yeah. Yeah, you, you know you can. You know you can. And uh, the last one is I will blank. I will. I will. 
I will continue to do my best in this life. Uh, yeah, I'll continue to do my best. For sure, man. For sure. Uh, and yeah, if you ever need a reminder, now you got these sound bites of yourself, you know, <laughs> as a to send you that energy from the past. You feel me? Yes, sir. Uh, I gotta ask you, man. Like, you know, you kind of talked about youth work and whatnot, but is there a career that you 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 looking for or looking at, or you know, where are you with that kind of? It sounds crazy. There are there are things that I would like to do. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily believe that I'm like chasing a career. My ideal life is like me not having to do a whole lot and like reaping the benefits of like something I created or something like that. Like, I'm not sure I'm chasing my everyday get up and be, be stressed out about something. Like, but I understand that life is like, so there are certain hobbies and things that I can see myself doing, maybe. But right now, I'm not. I'm not certain. I'm chasing it. Sounds good to me, man. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and uh, you know, if you if you can, I mean, I think you're you're young enough to pull this off. You probably got the the network to do this. You want to not if you want to work. Let's say three months out of the year and have the other nine months off. You got to do an event, man. You got to do some kind of an event, some kind of like concert, some kind of. But for me, I was hella thinking of like, why why ain't there any like hella good like Halloween, you know, mazes or, you know, cause I don't know if you've ever been to those, but I've been to a few and they're like, all right, they're not as scary as they could be. So like, you know, if I made a bomb ass like Halloween maze, that's that's like a couple months of the year. I just got to work and then make all my dough that, that way. <laughs> but, uh, and that's kind of how I like, kind of how I see my life like you know like you said the, the moments where you're just grinding and then like and then i can like chill and like do what i want to do I'm, i like to like travel and see different things and like you know that's sick man that's, that's kind of like my goal so like if i can maintain myself so that i can continue to just travel and see the world until you know i've seen i've seen i've seen as much as i can before you know i can't see no more that's really what I'm that's what I'm thinking would you consider like teaching abroad like I know a lot of folks who teach English abroad like teaching English yeah, yeah. I, I actually have been thinking about that recently um, I've been thinking about a lot of things recently but I've definitely been thinking about like how can I see more with you know with what I got or, like how can I get out there more I've been in California a long time so you know so like I'm, I yeah, hear you <laughs> uh, yeah I mean I don't know if you've kept in touch with uh with Miles or, or Jason, but those two guys I know have have done that route, and uh, you know it's one of those things that I feel like I wish I could have done, and I guess it's not too late for me yet. But yeah, I mean look into it. I think you know you you mentioned the youth work, and like I said, I've had a lot of jobs in a lot of years, and um, if there's something to it, then maybe it is something in your soul that makes you just like enjoy that that work and. It is good. So just think about it. Anyways, well, we made it to the final stretch. And my first question for you is for my previous guest is, uh, did you ever meet a Sharon Cravenis during in Smash? No, I don't. No, okay. I mean, she was, she was like the college career person when I was there. Um, so I was just, what I I can't remember if she was around during that time, but, um, hers is a little political 
but uh okay for you what can you name the best thing that happened during the donald trump administration the best thing that happened yeah <laughs> um internet memes <laughs> the guy I got was you. hilarious if we you know if we if we want to look at any positive sometimes like i mean like i said i find the humor and things um he, he was kind of funny when you look beyond like the fact that he was the leader of the united states but like him tossing paper towels to the people like it was a basketball and just just little things like that was like you can look back on and laugh to even think like wow that was that was our president for about four years like that was us that was our guy and I you know <laughs> that anything was our else guy. I can't I, I can't say anything but internet memes he was good for those little sound bites and stuff like that Twitter 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 loved it so yeah yeah, man, it was definitely entertaining four years. I'll say that. Definitely entertaining. <laughs> it was way more entertaining than political. So you know, for better or for worse, better or for worse yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. And then my next question for you is: What would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to Thirty Four Questions? Could be heavy or light. It's all up to you, man. I think I would ask. You know, um, what? What's made you happy today? Mm. Today. Yeah. That's a good one, man. That's that's like that's a little heavy and like you know keeps it you, doesn't have to be. Yeah. It keeps you present in, in today, you know. So I, mm-hmm. I like that. And then my last question for you, the question that ties everything together, is uh, you know, a couple of generations down the road, in uh maybe a hundred years or so. You got your descendants watching this video. What would you like to tell them? I would like to tell them that uh, I'm, I was I was a fighter, you know. Never gave up. Always wanted to. Even at times where I didn't think I wanted to keep going, I still kept going. I still kept pushing through. Um, and that, that it wasn't always easy for me, but you know, I always made a way. So I would just hope that any of my descendants, anything, are, are resilient, you know, have that determination and want to keep going through life. Because when it was times that I didn't, I really wish that there was, a, you know, those, those those feelings of like keep going keep you know when you have to when you got to pull it out from yourself and you're not really getting too much energy from anything around you it can get a little bit hard but um i just hope that my descendants decided and that they kind of funny i hope anybody that comes after me pretty common for sure for sure <laughs> uh any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here um I'd like to give a shout out to my sister. <laughs> For sure. That's my dog. That's what's up. Yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> um, a big, big sister, little sister. I know. I know, if, I know if nobody else go watch, I know she gonna watch. So I know she gonna get to this part. So I love you, potato. <laughs> that's what's up. A big sis, little sis. Uh, that's my little sister. All right, shout, shout out to little sis, man. Um, and uh, yeah man well I want to thank you again for, for stopping by sharing your story being open it's 
it was great to reconnect with you man i definitely definitely appreciate it thank uh, you yeah have fun i'm glad i'm glad man and you know maybe part two you know i don't know how hard it'll be but it'll be cool to get everybody that was in our suite that one time all in all in uh one one chats if that's something that could happen but we'll, we'll see that, down that the would be that would be interesting i'm still i still keep in touch with like a few of them good amount of people for sure nice. of course san francisco yeah, and, you know, yeah. Like and stuff. so you know i could probably wrangle up a couple knuckleheads hey that'd be what's up man that'd, that'd be fun as hell um, yes, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later but uh, yeah I want to thank all the folks out there if you're catching this on Spotify Apple Apple Podcast or YouTube much love to you guys as well uh, remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and uh, we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions peace thank you and then this is like my little uh, end credit scene but uh, yo man I didn't get to ask you <laughs> and uh, maybe you could enlighten me but like you said you had sickle cell right yeah what's a common misconception about that because like you know i feel like there's things that we know we've heard about but i don't really know so what's, what's like something you could drop some knowledge on me with i would almost i would almost say it's it's not even it's not even taught enough to have common misconceptions people almost don't know what it is at all that's crazy so, yeah when I say it and people ask like what what is it what does it do did you I guess one of the most common misconceptions is like can you pass it on if they really don't know what it is and really never heard of it but it's like I gotcha I gotcha I, I, I run to so many people who never never <laughs> never heard of it that, that's a trip because I, I mean I heard I learned about it in school and I guess I mean I, it's a common thing though right like there's, it there's is, a lot it's of more common than people believe and mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't don't test for it or don't don't uh, some doctors aren't like I had a doctor tell me one time that I didn't have it even though I had already been living with it for a couple like years now so it's like